All right, let's let's go ahead and get into it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Unto Podcast. I'm your host Rebecca Ince, and today, Miss Goral, Mister Guy, we're getting into the question of what do I do with my life, and. I think that this is a super broad question. I'm not here to try and span the entire topic in a short amount of time, but kind of think of this as like you just FaceTimed a good friend and you're like, oh my goodness, what do I do with my life? And then we try to tackle this from a view that is centered around Christ. So let's get into that. So the question of what do I do with my life keeps people up at night, can cause severe anxiety, lots of fear, or it can be a question that's full of hope and excitement. And, you know, when it's when you're at your best, this question kind of provokes that feeling of like, "Mm, the world is my oyster, God does amazing things, and I'm just chilling and enjoying the ride. And we want for us to feel the whole, you know, excitement, hope, um joy full of expectation that's what we want to feel when we think about this question so my hope and prayer is that through this episode we get a little bit closer to that if not full deliverance from fear about the future in the name of jesus and we're gonna see what the will of god is for our lives and do not worry babes i am not only going to tell you oh what do i do with my life oh just get saved that is massive and Trying to answer the question of what do I do with my life aside from relationship with God is just, in my, you know, in my experience, I personally like to tackle life with God. Every time I try to do something without his help and support, I'm just like, "Mm, I'm not having a good time. I'm into get me out of here. I don't want to be here and I'm not enjoying myself. And then when I surrender (laughs) and follow the blueprint that God has for me, I have the best time, even if initially I didn't think I was going to. So let's get into the practicals, the hands-on things. Like I'm, I know a lot of people might be against like five steps to XYZ or bullet points on XYZ, but I love it. That's how my brain pretty much works. Um, I don't know if it's like the heart of a teacher in me, but like that's what I like to do. And so I'm sorry if you hate lists, but I find it to be a little bit helpful. So if you can just bear with me, we're going to work through, you know, five steps to figuring out what to do with your life. Okay, so number one, which if you're listening to this podcast, I don't want to assume, but from what I've noticed, you've probably already completed step one. If not please complete step one. It is to enter relationship with Jesus Christ. If you are unfamiliar with who Jesus Christ is, um, or, you know, if we have some wrong perceptions about him that just never got addressed, basically Jesus Christ is the only perfect man who ever lived like completely sinless, virgin born through Mary, and was delivered up as the, and also chose to be the sacrifice for mankind's sin. And so in entering relationship with him, we do that through um, believing in him and believing that he died and rose and repenting of our sins and um, 
we just enter a relationship with him and then nothing can pluck us out of his hands as he promises in scripture and we just have um him as great high priest he's interceding for believers as he's in heaven living today and yeah and so he's everything and doing the rest of these steps we have to have the basis of a relationship with god and i really just want to take a minute literally i'm gonna like be quiet for a couple of seconds just so you can take time as well as well as myself to just think about the fact if you're a believer and then if not think about i don't know what I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try and explain this if you're a believer take the next couple of seconds when i get quiet to think about what a blessing it is to belong to literally like the god of the universe like sometimes i feel like even those believers were like oh i believe in jesus if we're not careful to be mindful of him, it's almost like, I don't want to say just becomes a figment of our imaginations, but there's just kind of this passive belief and not really an interaction with him, which makes all the difference. And so as somebody who's in relationship with him, like, take time to, like, there's a verse in the Psalms that says, like, um, bless Lord on my soul and forget not his benefits like to meditate like meditate on the lord and think about what it means like wow what are the benefits of god i have somebody who loves me perfectly will never stop loving me someone who wants to protect me always always has my best interest in mind and so if you don't know who jesus is and you just heard all of those characteristics and traits let's just all take the next couple of seconds to just literally think about that like, if you're a believer, think about what a blessing it is to already have that be a part of your life. And then if you're not a believer, think about what it would be like to have all of that, you know, from God himself, like completely infallible, can't mess up, is always about you. Like, life is life is good. Even when it looks really bad, life with God is really, really good. And so... I'm going to be quiet for a couple of seconds and let's just think about that. And so that's step one right we have this relationship with christ god is our father the holy spirit is our teacher our comforter jesus as our sacrifice and high priest in heaven making intercession for us and so number two is going to be hang out with jesus you know matter of fact let's scratch that just hang out with the trinity like <laughs> sometimes when i wake up i'll be like good morning god like good morning dad good morning jesus good morning holy spirit and i can feel these different relationships that I have with each of them all are fully God but they have different roles in my life and so I'm like looking to the Holy Spirit and then I open up my Bible I'm like oh good morning Holy Spirit reveal Jesus to me like oh Holy Spirit I'm having a rough day please bring comfort to me you know and so in hanging out with the Trinity it, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this once okay I'm living it. I'm not just talking out of nothing. When you spend time with God and stop, I don't want to, let me not put any stipulations on this. Hanging out with God will show you the path of life. 
it just will it 100 percent helps to pray the prayer of like lord show me the path that you have for my life but if you are just hanging out with god to hang out like hang out with him and go where he's going find out where he's going and just go there and you will find that as you keep walking with him you will end up in places you didn't imagine you would go like the simple prayers of surrender like lord i don't know where we're going but i trust you spirit lead me that didn't take more than a minute of your life but in the heart of god he is thrilled to answer that and so lo and behold as the word of god says that the spirit is like the wind you don't know from where it's coming from and where it's going and that spirit lives inside of you and so now you're just communing with the trinity hanging out with jesus talking to god minding your business drinking your water and things start to just light up in you things and then the lord starts to highlight things to you and you're like hmm i never thought i'd have an interest in that like hmm, let me press into that and see what that's about and so hanging out with god will help you with that and hang out with god also looks like prayer and so just start asking questions you know like lord i love being saved i know that like the one of the pretty much the most important thing about my life or one of the most important things is to glorify you and enjoy you forever and i get that but lord i'm asking about the specifics of my life like please show me what you're doing in me what my giftings and capabilities are things that i'm interested in and this is going to lead us into number three step number three to figuring out what to do with your life is to look at the things that you're good at look at the things that you enjoy pay attention to the things that make your heart burn that are not you know animal style fries from in and out but <laughs> the things that make your heart burn with joy and excitement and things that um, you notice actually like serve as ministry in your life. I mean, everything in a way can, that's not inherently sinful, of course, but you'll start to notice like, I noticed that for me with writing. I feel like most of the stuff that I do with writing is a form of ministry. And I started to notice this more over like the last year or two. If you ask me, um, well, I kind of would. <laughs> I was gonna say like if you asked 11 year old me if you if I thought I'd be a writer honestly yeah I actually have prayer journal receipts that are like oh lord I think from like 2011 I was probably like 10 or 11 um somewhere around there and I was like lord when I'm older I would love to do something with my writing <laughs> and the lord heard I cried out to the lord and the lord heard this poor man and so that's what I do now and so you see what I'm saying like that was i entered relationship with christ when i was little i was hanging out with god writing in my prayer journal just making my requests known as like a 10 11 year old and then i started looking at the things that i enjoyed as i got older because y'all i wasn't doing writing as much as i do now forever like i usually just did it in an academic space i spent the first two and a half years, I believe, as a pre-medical student taking mostly STEM courses. And I was just like, I'm literally not good at this and I'm not having a great time. Like, the stuff that I did enjoy in medicine had nothing to do with my prereqs. And I'm like, so what's up? And I took this leap of faith. And I think I talk about this in another episode. I really don't remember which one. But um, I've talked about it before where it's like, I had to take this leap of faith and be like, well, Lord... I thought I had like all these like literal dreams about pursuing this field and words and 
all this stuff but I'm realizing that I'm the fruit that I'm bearing is not here and I had to get very honest with myself and tell the Lord like I don't think I can do this I don't really like I don't have it in me and I'm gonna take a leap of faith and like drop this major I was majoring in physics got rid of the physics picked up health systems management which is a lot more communicative courses and so I started realizing there I'm like hmm, okay stem is not my jam but I can craft an argument I can write papers I enjoy this more like this doesn't feel like work work like yeah it's not like easy it's not simple it's not not laborious but I found my groove here and then I thought some more and sought the Lord some more and then I ended up pre-law and that's like where I am now and so is that where I'll end up in life who knows but I'm noticing that I'm picking up breadcrumbs and seeing things that I'm good at things that I enjoy and as the spirit gives utterance and permission and like graces me to do stuff I just pick it up and start doing it like you don't have to see the entire um the entire blueprint in order to follow God this is why it's important to get the whole relationship aspect down so that you can at least trust him there's a quote I think by Spurgeon where it's like if you cannot follow the hand of God simply just trust his hand I'm paraphrasing but you get what I'm getting at so when you get that relationship portion down you might not see what your 10-year plan is what your 15-year plan is what career you're exactly going to land in but just steward what you're given now because you have no idea what that's gonna how that's gonna serve you or how that's going to serve others in the future because you look I'm gonna keep it straight with you you can either trust God with what he's gonna do in your life and what he's gonna do in you if he's gonna actually start a good work in your life and complete it or not you can do that and I understand and I've lived out the waverings of being like hmm what is this about why did we do this why did we not do this that's fine that's a part of the journey bro ask god questions be confused embrace it embrace what you learn about god in the confusion in the questions in the frustrations and even in the anger um but i just want to reiterate the point you don't have to see the entire blueprint because you just don't know the end there's a verse though that talks about how there's a book of our days I believe it's in the Psalms and so I've used that as a guiding prayer for years I will sometimes wake up and just be like Lord what is in the book for today please make sure that I walk it out in Jesus name amen again didn't take a minute out of my day it's like you don't have to just pray the Bible make it simple you will end up where you're supposed to be abide in Christ pray the Bible live love love like <laughs> the blueprint is pretty is pretty easy to follow it feels hard at times but the blueprint itself is relatively simple and so because we're supposed to come as children children don't follow these incredibly intricate delicate instructions that are so easily misstepped it's very simple to follow Jesus which I know might sound a little bit flippant but the yoke is easy the burden is light we literally can chill out <laughs> take a deep breath with me let's just relax because it's literally going to be fine i pinky promise you stay with god and it is going to work out it does not really matter what it looks like right now 
just stick it out with him. He's going to carry you. He'll uphold you with his righteous right hand as he promises in scripture. There's a verse too that says, I think in Isaiah, when you, whether you go to the left or like, or if you look to the left or look to the right, I will like be behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. The Lord promises to make the past clear. And so emphasis too on like praying the scripture, the word of God, it says that word is a lamp unto my feet and a light into my path. And you may be wondering how praying the Psalms and praying through the New Testament is going to lead you to where it needs to be. But every time you open up your Bible, you're encountering Jesus. And when you are hanging out with Jesus, like I said, y'all, full circle, we going to make it where we need to be. And that also just brings us into step number four, which is to pray without ceasing. And um, I know that can sound a little bit daunting because like, what do you mean I'm supposed to pray without ceasing? I got stuff to do. Look, imagine you have a best friend with you all the time. You ever seen kids talk to their imaginary friends? These kids don't care where they are. They just be talking, okay? Sometimes, right under my breath, I'll be talking to Jesus like, and and what was that about? (laughs) And so, you know, obviously, I don't know if there's anybody on this planet who has just prayed 24-7 around the clock and never talked to anyone else because, okay, but um pray without ceasing can be in continuous communion with god consistently speaking with jesus consistently talking with like speaking with the trinity because i'm telling y'all there will be things hmm jesus there are things that pop up in times of prayer that we would just normally miss throughout the day it doesn't mean that god won't have like grace or mercy like sometimes to tell us at another time or feel like he's gonna start shouting to cut through the noise but there is like there's this gift there is a reward in just getting quiet and sometimes you're talking to God and you aren't even necessarily coming into the prayer room to get answers you were just coming to hang out and then the Lord's like you remember when you were six years old and you said that you want to start like a charity Now's the time for that to happen. And you're sitting there like, huh? How did we jump from the Lord's prayer to me starting a charity? But you continuously start to bring that God idea into prayer. And next thing you know, five years have passed and you've been, you're realizing all the um, nonprofits that you volunteered for not thinking anything of it and all the articles that you've read with like activism and how to start a charity, like all the stuff that you've just been doing along these years without really necessarily seeing where it was going to end, all of a sudden, boom, you're standing cutting a ribbon on at a, at a, at a whole front with the news there about this nonprofit that you started. You know what I mean? And so just keep praying because a lot will happen. Number five is a good time. It's just to buckle up and enjoy the ride. That's that. Jesus is fun. Life with Jesus is fun. There are adventures, even in the mundane, it's just like, he just has this way about blowing our minds. And so just enjoy communion. Take time to enjoy who Jesus is, who the Father is, who the Spirit is, and surrender daily. Baby, I'm talking to me. Because it's so easy to like, especially once you start to see little glimpses of where you could be going to like try and take the driver's wheel and be like, oh, well, I'm good at this and you showed me that and I'm doing this. So I'm going to apply for this program. I'm going to apply for this job. 
And then God's like, mm, no, that's not what we're doing. That's not a part of the plan at all. I have your best interest in mind. Let's just lay that down. Um, so enjoy the ride. Move when you're prompted. And then if there's times where you're like, I don't know if I can put my hand to this plow. Lord, can I? And you're not hearing anything. Sometimes that's permission to be like, use your best, use your better judgment. I've well equipped you. Try something. Because God is really, 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 really good at redirecting our steps when we make a misstep. And he delights in doing it. It's one thing to be like, I'm going to be deliberately disobedient and just go over here even though God said no. And then another thing to be like, God, I'm your kid. I feel like I'm not hearing you. I'm so confused. But in faith, I'm going to step out onto this thing. And please, please, please redirect me into what you desire for me to do if this is the wrong step. And he will do it. Because he's the good shepherd and he delights in guiding his sheep. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Unto Podcast. It has been an absolute pleasure and Lord willing, I'll talk to you guys soon. Have a fantastic morning, afternoon, evening, or night. Love you so much. God bless. Bye.